Yo, what up everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. And Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'll... Hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedal to the Metal Radio podcast. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, your rock news, your metal news, uh, unsigned band. Uh, with new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers! All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I am your host, Eddie Monster here, and it's the birthday special. That's right, it's my birthday today, so happy birthday to me. I'm only turning 39, so it's not really a huge deal. But every birthday should be a huge deal, right? Every birthday that you're alive. Uh, but nonetheless, we got a great, great, great show for you guys. Lots of news. We even have a statement from Tommy Vexed. We have some news on John Schaefer coming up. We have the Unsigned Band of the Week. And we have the Bands You Should Know artist also coming up as well. But of course... There's that little piece of business we got to get through, and that is the social media links and ways to get a hold of me and to listen to the show, quite frankly. Uh, you can do so by going to Facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, Facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash Eddie Monster 82. Follow me on Instagram and Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And last, but most certainly not least, it is the one link that rules them all. That's right, it is pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. That is the place to go when you want to listen to the show, whether it be on Anchor, Apple, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker. Wherever it may be, it'll be there. By the way, you can also find the show on Bullhorn, apparently. So if you have Bullhorn, welcome. So, like I said, we have a great, great show for you guys today. Uh, we got lots and lots of stuff to get through. But right now, I want to take some time. Uh, I want to check out the statement that Tommy Vexed uh, unleashed on Instagram last uh this past week and so tommy went on instagram to explain his side of things to get the story straight and to let everybody know why he left bad wolves so on and so forth so let's check it out our future was bright and our trajectory was undeniable as an arena band <clears throat> until covid struck and everyone's life changed i saw things happening that i didn't understand during the first quarantine, I publicly voiced my concerns about where we are going as a nation and what is happening to the country that I love. I voiced my disappointment for protests that had turned into violent riots, cities, businesses, lives destroyed, and then called mostly peaceful. I criticized the media standing idle and even condoning that behavior. I pointed out that good causes were infiltrated by bad actors, hijacked and delegitimized a good movement. I dared to question who financially benefited from all this and who was funding these events. I questioned the lockdowns when small businesses were driven into bankruptcy and yet big chains were allowed to operate. 
I questioned imposed social distancing when rioting and looting was exempt, or why you can't have family gatherings or eat at restaurants with you with anyone unless you're a politician. <clears throat> the repeated this is a repeated hypocrisy we saw time and time again. And for this they came after me. Me, an African American artist speaking his mind. I became unacceptable by the gatekeepers because I walked off the plantation. I had to be silenced. Cancel culture came after my band. I was threatened, I was ridiculed, I was blackmailed, and smear campaigns were launched to destroy my career, my reputation, and my livelihood. These events really opened my eyes because this was no longer just an urban legend or conspiracy theory. This was literally happening to me. Censorship became very real and I was fighting organized hit job after organized hit job aimed at my character and even my physical freedom. This is when I realized what I was up against. This is bigger than me. This is when and why I publicly endorsed the sitting president of the United States of America. Because I believed he was fighting the same big tech, the same media, the same gatekeepers, the same faceless radicals who wish to destroy our First Amendment rights. But I will not be silenced. I will not abandon my values and my love for the flag of this country. I will fight for the Constitution and our freedom of speech, which hopefully now all of you can see is being blatantly violated by big tech. However, this is my fight. I realize I cannot drag my band members and people around me into this. I on my own decided to go solo. This way, everything I say and do will affect only me. I wish the best for the guys in Bad Wolves. We had some of the best times of my life building a band together, and I love those guys. But you, you guys know me, and I have to fight back. This is who I am. I can't expect you to put your lives on the line to defend me, especially when we don't have the same ideologies in mind. I can't accept the label to fight my battles on my behalf. And to all, to all the fans, to my friends, to my family, thank you for always supporting my voice. He would go on to say one more thing, and I think this was a very valid point that was raised by him in this uh, statement that he made. And it has something to do with addressing bad wolves in the future of bad wolves that every fan should take into consideration. Let's hear what he said. I don't want anyone to say negative things to my former band members. Those guys are going to have a hard enough time processing all this, finding a new singer and finishing a record when they couldn't work all last year. I don't want anybody to say hateful things on my behalf. I don't have negative feelings toward these guys and we had a really great run and we accomplished some great things. I'm still part owner of Bad Wolves and I want them to succeed. That's a pretty stand-up thing that Tommy did right there and he goes on to describe uh, obviously he talked about how many songs he recorded uh, the GoFundMe page that he set up that you can you can do. Just go to his Instagram page. You can hit the link tree and you can find anything. He also has an OnlyFans, uh, but sorry, ladies, no nudes. My girlfriend is absolutely obsessed with Tommy Vex now. Uh, but anyways, moving on, it's time to get into my favorite, favorite segment of the whole show. That's right. We are checking out this week's unsigned Band of the Week.
And the band that we chose for you guys this week is a badass mother effing band coming all the way from Maine. That's right, my fellow New England neighbors of Maine. I am talking about Thy Enemy. These guys are absolutely crushing. Balls to the wall, sledgehammer to the face. Just unbelievable style of metal. Just freaking crushing. And it's so... You know, so fitting that that the word crushing is in the title of the track that I'm going to play for you guys. But before we get to the track, obviously you need to follow this band. Go to facebook.com forward slash thy enemy, right? You can also follow them on Bandcamp, which means support local artists, buy some music. 2020 was a hard enough year for everybody. Go and support local music, okay? Go to their Bandcamp at Bandcamp, uh, at thyenemy.bandcamp.com. Again, thyenemy.bandcamp.com. You can also find them on Reverb Nation at reverbnation.com forward slash thyenemy. Look them up on Spotify. They are there. And you can also visit their website at thyenemy.com. All right. So this is coming off their EP called Chapters, which was released in, I believe, early sort of early, like spring 2020, something like that. And the song that I chose, just the minute it hits, it's just unfucking believable You got to check it out. These guys are badass. And without further ado, here is a song. This is Crushing Weight right here on Pedal to the Middle Radio, the podcast.
It's time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. Alright, welcome back everybody. It is that time, Rock and Metal News time, and obviously, for those of you that know, the Capitol building was attacked on January 6th, right? And John Schaefer, for a long time, the guitarist for Iced Earth, was a suspect or a person of interest, right? So then we ended up finding out the other day that he was allegedly one of the rioters who uh, sprayed Capitol Police with bear spray, which is pretty dangerous. And on January 17th, John Schaefer was finally arrested by the FBI, and he faces six charges. Now, here are the list of charges that he faces. Uh, knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority. That's one. Disrupting the orderly conduct of government business. Knowingly engaging in an act of physical violence against any person or property in any restricted building or grounds. Violent entry and disorderly conduct in a Capitol building. Engaging in an act of physical violence in a Capitol building. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. And there's also now pictures online that show Schaefer with something in his hand which appears to be bear spray. So, yeah. Not very good. Not very good. Uh, anyways, fans of Schaefer have been demanding refunds from his Kickstarter campaign that apparently he was doing for his uh, thing, Wicked Worlds, uh, Wicked Words and Epic Tales, which was a collection of John Schaefer's lyrics, interviews, and a chronicle of the article that they inspired. Um, also, fans have been demanding refunds for Ice Earth shirt, uh, Ice Earth gigs. And yeah, things are slowly going down for John Schaefer. Uh, not a good look. Also, King 8110's singer was apparently there. Uh, but according to him, he was filming a music video. Whatever it may be, whatever helps him sleep at night. Uh, but nonetheless, John Schaefer, big, big trouble. He finally turned himself in. Um, they would have found him anyways. But nonetheless, there you go. Uh, and some good news... If you are a Fear Factory fan, if you are still a Fear Factory fan, even though Burton C. Bell is not in the band anymore. Uh, but anyways, if you're a fan, new music is due out sometime in the spring. And that, my friends, is according to Dino Sarzes, the guitarist of uh, <clears throat> Fear Factory. And that was from an interview he did with Ted Aguilar of Death Angel. So he's basically saying two or three months and you'll get that. After he teased that he would be putting out new music in 2021. So if you're a fan of this and you want to support it, he has a GoFundMe page. Because apparently Fear Factory doesn't have a label and he could use your help. Um, Burton C. Bell recently came out and said, Let me be clear, I am not part of nor am I benefiting from any GoFundMe page. Uh, basically that's Burton Seabell. Kind of distancing himself. From all of anything. Having to do with Fear Factor. I can't blame him. Uh, also he. Uh, Dino Saz has appeared on. 
Um, I'm trying to remember his name. He appeared on the pit apparently and talked about the time Fear Factory was recording the manufacturer. And he said that the band was so loud that Bon Jovi had to leave the studio. So apparently how it worked was they were sharing a studio. Bon Jovi was recording uh, their album these days. And Fear Factor is recording to manufacture. And here's what he said. While we were recording the album, blasting it up, of course, next door Bon Jovi had moved in. And this is actually in the Bon Jovi bio. Bon Jovi moved in next door. We were cranking really loud. The engineer came over and said, hey, you need to turn that down because it's bleeding into Bon Jovi's drum mics. He was trying to do drums and the volume of our record was going into his drum mics and it was actually being recorded on the Bon Jovi tracks for their 1995 These Days album. So they actually left the studio because of us. It's on their Wikipedia page. You can read that story. It's there. It's hilarious. Uh, that is pretty funny. That um, Fear Factory was so damn loud that Bon, little Bon Jovi had to leave. Uh, poor Bon Jovi. Uh, anyways... Uh, Darkest Hour has announced that they're going to be releasing a live record called Live in Lockdown, the complete collection. It's going to be an audio and video release. It features 11 of their greatest six tracks plus one cover song. And it features guest guitarist Fred Zymek, Chris Norris, Buzz McGrath, Doc Coyle, Fela DiCicco, and Mark Hellman of Suicide Silence who joined them via satellite when they performed all this. And this is what Darkest Hour had to say. They said, to self-release a record like this to you all is a huge accomplishment for us. Thank you to everyone who takes this risk with us. Adaption to industry changes is something that is not new for us, and we love the direct connection we have established via our Patreon. So, you can expect it in vinyl, uh, I believe audio, and a video uh, DVD. I believe is how you can get it. And uh, it's going to be available soon. So look for that. A limited 12-inch vinyl via their Patreon. More news. So it's called Live in Lockdown, the complete collection. Look out for it from Darkest Hour. Check it out. All right. Dave Ellison, also in the news, recently revealed that one of their greatest, greatest tracks was merely recorded in a couple of hours. That's right. He claimed that uh, Dave Mustaine had started writing this riff, took his bass, started doodling around with it, and then told Dave, work on this, Junior. And apparently that's how Peace Sells But Who's Buying was written. And they just kept going back and forth, riffing off each other. And one of the greatest tracks ever written was recorded. The greatest Megadeth track, anyways. You can fight me on that one. That's fine. Uh, but nonetheless, that is the truth, according to uh, Dave Ellison, who appeared on Rob Flynn's No Fucking Regrets podcast. And that's what he had to say. Um, <clears throat> and he says this. And I remember Dave just looks at me and goes, hey, what do you think about peace sales, but who's buying? And I said, cool. Sounds great. And wheels were turning. Dave would just kind of sit there and wheels were always turning and ideas were coming up. And that became that song, and he wrote the lyrics, I think, pretty quickly, kind of fell out. Pretty cool. I kind of love how, like, sometimes you learn these things about some of your favorite, favorite tracks, you know, and knowing that uh, Cherry Pie, which, by the way, is not my favorite track, 
Uh, but that was merely written in in probably the same amount of time, probably an hour, maybe even less, um, by Jamie Lane. And that was because he was listening to Queen's We Will Rock You. And the label said that they needed one more song and they needed a radio hit or something or one more song to complete the album. And that song, of course, as you all remember, ended up torturing Warrant till the very end cherry pie not my favorite song off of the album cherry pie which was not the original uh name of the album i believe it was uncle tom's cabin was the uh name of the record not very hip for a hair metal band but nonetheless there's there's that story uh so sebastian bach is back in the news and we know sebastian for a little while, toured and did the anniversary for the first Skid Row record. Well, now he plans to do a tour for Slave to the Grind, which to me is one of the best, best Skid Row records ever was. Uh, Slave to the Grind is just completely badass. And here's what he had to say. I'm not doing a damn thing until I get the COVID vaccine. If concerts exist by then, however, my band and I will play the date celebrating the 30th anniversary of Skid, Row, Skid Row's debut that we canceled when COVID happened. Then this fall, I will be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Slave, Slave to the Grind across America. My band and I will be playing the album in its entirety. The tour is already booked. You, yours is the first one I'm telling this to. The first time we performed this entire album was at the Whiskey A Go-Go in Hollywood last year, and it was incredible. So I look forward to it. I would love to see Sebastian do all of Slave to the Grind. Some of the tracks i'm merely just waiting to listen to are tracks like the threat psycho love uh living on a chain gang hopefully he does get the fuck out who knows maybe not uh but definitely i'm looking forward to that uh that should be pretty awesome sebastian one of the all-time greatest vocalists on the scene uh for sure for sure and that my friends is going to do it for this week's edition of rock and metal news and now it is time for this week's Bands You Should Know Artist. And this is one of my honest favorite, favorite segments. Uh, because not only do we get to promote unsigned bands on the show, but we also get to promote bands that have maybe independent releases on indie labels or bands that just haven't gotten enough recognition, in my opinion. And that's what I'm here to do. Let's promote some amazing music. And let's start by checking out our next band called Immortal Guardian. That's right. These guys are pretty badass. And in 2018, they crushed onto the scene with their debut album, Age of Revolution. But now, thanks to what happened in 2020, they took the time and they made a brand new record called Psychosomatic, which is coming out February 12th, 2021. You guys are going to want to check this out. They are a power prog band absolute badass musicianship on this track just an all-around amazing song and if you want to find out more about them you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash ig metal again facebook.com forward slash ig metal you can also go to their official website immortalguardian.net again immortalguardian.net check them out on itunes spotify and of course as always, go to Bandcamp. That's right. ImmortalGuardian.Bandcamp.com. Support music all around. Just support it. 
2020 again. I don't want to say this again. Okay, 2020 was a very tough year for everybody. We need to show support for our scene to make sure that our scene stays alive. And these guys are here to do it. Did I now tell you that? These guys are definitely here to do it. And they're doing it with their very first single, which we have right now called Read Between the Lines. Here it is on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
welcome back everybody before i leave it is time to wish some happy birthdays besides myself obviously uh there are a lot of people celebrating birthdays in the month of january and quite frankly close to the same week and same day i was born we're all fellow capricorns here but anyways happy birthday to rob zombie who turned 56 on january 12th happy birthday to zach de la roca who turned 51 on January 12th. Happy birthday to Dave Grohl, who turned 52 on January 14th. Happy birthday to Jeff Tate of Queensryche and Operation Mindcrime, who turned 62 on January 14th. Happy birthday to the wild man, Zach Wild, who turned 54 on January 14th. Happy birthday to tool bassist, Adam Jones, who turned 56 on January 15th. Happy birthday to Kid Rock. Who cares? Happy birthday to Jonathan Davis. This is a special one. Happy birthday to the one and only Jonathan Davis, who turned 50 on January 18th, 19... Well, 2021, but he was born in 71. Uh, And these are some of the guys that are after me. Happy birthday to Paul Stanley, who turned 69 on January 20th. And happy birthday to another wild man in Sid Wilson of Slipknot, who turns 44 on January 20th. And Ian Hill, happy birthday to the Judas Priest bassist, who turns 70 on January 20th. So there you go. All the happy birthdays, all the people celebrating. January has an amazing track list of brilliant people born in January. Uh, January, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, so on and so forth. Marilyn Manson, so on and so forth. Till Lineman of Ramstein, so on and so forth. Capricorns are absolutely amazing. There you go. Lemmy Kilmister was one. Remember that. Lemmy is God. Uh, anyways, I want to thank you guys. Sincerely, sincerely thank you guys for tuning in to the show. I appreciate every single listen that I got on this show. Believe that. No matter where you are, whether you're in England, the United States, whether you're who knows where, wherever you are. Thank you very much. Uh, grazie, gracias, obrigado. Whatever you want to say, domo, origato, whatever it may be. Thank you very, very much for listening to the show. I will see you guys next week right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. Ah!